What's going on, everybody? We're back here for another episode of Triggered Post-New Year's Edition. This is Triggered episode number 41, and I'm here again with Zach Patrizzo, our editorial intern, because Matt is sick. Sick like a dog. Very, very sick. Yeah, he sounds like (laughs) So I told him, take the day off, rest up your voice. We'll get back to it next week. But we got Zach here again. Uh, We're on day 13 of the government shutdown. There are trillions and trillions of people dead in the streets. And if you were watching CNN, again, that's what you would think is going on here. And it's just amazing to me that it's made out to be some end of the world that 25% of our government is shut down. And the only noticeable thing about this has been the fact that, one, there's a lot lighter traffic here in D.C., which is amazing. And two, the garbage bins on the National Mall are overflowing. But that's about it. So... Hey, you're still getting your mail delivered, right? I mean, uh, oh, well, mail's yeah, I delivered. Mean, I mean, the average American, right, isn't that upset with the government shutdown. They're like, good. It's what we voted for, right? Well, yeah. I mean, well, they voted for the wall. They voted for the wall. And, and we got to get our wall. And Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham 2.0, hopefully never reverting to 1.0, sticking to <laughs> 2.0, <laughs> he has said to President Trump, do not give in. Because he warned him, he said, to give up now would be to kiss the presidency goodbye. And the the Trump voters out there, they want this. And it's made out to be like some small faction of the country that wants this shutdown. No, there's actually about 50% support for the border wall now. Anything yeah, to say about yeah, that? no, <laughs> no. I mean, look, he's he's sticking to what he said, right? The president, like we said last time, on, there's on no the going back. No, I mean, there's no going back. And and if he thinks that striking a deal with the new Congress coming in is is going to be something that's obtainable, you know, it's it's something that he, he's gonna have to stick to his guns. He really can't go back. He really can't change his his narrative. I mean, so many people said this is what we want, you know, and I think that you know kind of will hurt 2020 more so than anything else with him going back and saying something oh yeah 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 yeah. now if he turns around and changes course that will be more damaging than any political damage from a partial shutdown yeah and that's what they're calculating at this point and so the dems are taking over the house today very sad day for america but the the deal that they put out is trash obviously it includes no funding for the border wall and that's what Nancy Pelosi, which, who, by the way, let's who's let's being just, controlled by, you know, the far left of her party. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's get take that a right. second here to look at this. Right. Yeah. So you have President Trump who cancels his Christmas and New Year's plans to stay in D.C. for the shutdown. Mm-hmm. And first off, takes crap for that because the Hill was like, oh, President Trump's guests paid thousands of dollars to see him at Mar-a-Lago. And he's not there, which if he went. The opposite would be, oh, President Trump's vacationing while the government shut down and people aren't getting paid. And meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi Taking is a in, lavish vacation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This place that she stayed at is like a thousand dollars a night. Easy. Easy thousand dollars a night in Hawaii. Up to fifty eight hundred bucks a night. Yeah. And her excuse was, oh, well, maybe President Trump doesn't understand that Hawaii's in the United States, which is hilarious. Yeah. This because, morning on the Today Show, I was like, yeah. what? I'm like, that's going to be your excuse here? You just took a vacation, which if Trump took any vacation during this time, you know, he would be 
ripped to shreds in the media. And now you're going to have the gall to say that, oh, well, Hawaii is in the United States. Oh, and, and the Today Show, I mean, and dealt with it with such, you know, white gloves, right? They didn't want to offend her. Of uh, course. And, and, they, and they were being so nice to her, right? So PC. But no, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. And if, if she was on the other side of the aisle, you know, what would have happened would have been a lot, lot worse. Of course. Of course. If there's a double standard, and, and at this point it's just blatantly obvious, there's a double standard. Anything any Republican does is terrible, and anything any Democrat does is great. Right, Micah? Great to have you back, Mr. Producer. Great to be back. Yeah, about time. Three weeks later. <laughs> he doesn't look like he was in Florida. He's not even any tanner. I'm not a fan of the beach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we had this debate earlier. Yeah. yeah. Sand in the car. But the deal that they proposed, the Dem uh, House, McConnell right. already yeah. said, F- you, not happening. Yeah. No deal. Cocaine Mitch, no, no deal. deal. Yep. But then yesterday, and, you know, I like Mitt Romney. But he is really, really trying hard to get me not to like him with how he's behaving coming into the Senate. Because the the op-ed that he put into the Washington Post, which there's your first sign that it's in the Washington <laughs> Post, he it's just unnecessary, right? Because what is he going to accomplish by doing this? Nothing. You know, he's creating rift within, the own par- within his own party lines, right? And I think that's what, you know many people are kind of blatantly upset about, right? Like, people can get along with, you know, his, That's his what I'm upset policies, about. right? But when you come in, you're going to step on, you know, your own side's toes and kind of, you know, push, you know, people apart instead of bringing them together on that side. Mm-hmm. I think that's really detrimental to, to not only the party, but really the future, you know, future elections to come, right? Because we're, we're done, we, you know, we're destined to take back the House come 2020. But, you know, the Senate, you know, I, I think, there are more challenges to come as we continue to hold that majority. So, you know, I think we need a unified Senate. Um, and, and Romney surely, you know, didn't help with his qualms against the president. Well, the, fu- the funny thing is, like, he basically agrees with the president on most of the yeah. policies. Oh, absolutely. Which is why, you know, doing this right now is just unnecessary, especially during the government shutdown. Oh, and fight. So, so early, too, right? I mean, right, right. I mean, nobody wants another flake. There's a reason that Jeff Flake didn't run for reelection because. He didn't even have enough support in his own state, right? So you you need to have a unified party going into this now split government rule. And then well, he was on Jake Tapper yesterday and was being asked about, you know, if he was going to run for president against against President Trump. And he said no, which whatever, I guess, <laughs> might be a lie. But, like, are these people really stupid enough to think that a challenge from Trump is going to come from within the Republican Party. At this point, that's suicide. Oh, that is. That's that is political suicide. suicide. You're going up against the machine of the party, right? You're going right. against the RNC. You're going against all those, you know, the, the entire network. Well, not um, even that. We're, we're going up against the Dems. Yeah. And, and the Dems are going to be completely splintered over this fight that they're going to have for the primary, which we're going to get into in and a second. And within their own party, right? Yeah. It, it's just like, why now? Why would you do this right now? We're just gearing up for 2020. And then you have like the Bill Crystals of the world <laughs> that think that someone is going to challenge President Trump from the right and be successful. And that's just that's just not going to happen. Look at the names that they're tossing out there. Jeff Flake, John Kasich. Are you kidding me? Like, join, join the club, right? The, the, yeah. Ahoy. Yeah, ahoy. ahoy. Yeah, exactly. Colonel, love yeah. that one. Yeah. That you're saying ahoy now. But yeah. like, really, come on. Let's be realistic here, people. You know what? You could dislike President Trump all you want, 
But encouraging a challenge to him from within the Republican Party at this point is guaranteeing, guaranteeing a Democrat president come January 2021, which the choices on that side are far less favorable, regardless of whether you disagree with how Trump governs or not. The fact that is that he has been a very successful conservative president for us. Judges. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, look across the board. Yeah. You know, there's been some great Tactical. things that have happened, yeah. and they've all been overshadowed, of course, by the negative press coverage. But the kofefe. <laughs> and it's like, I, I don't understand how you can... Po- and then you have the people like Bill Crystal that thinks, well, if we get a Democrat president, that'll derail Trump, so that'll be good for us. No. Look at the choices. Kamala Harris... Elizabeth Warren, and that takes us into our next yeah. topic. And let, let's remember where Bill Crystal's paycheck is coming from right now, right? So, I mean, what would he just launched, you know, Democracy Now! or, or, or Yeah, or some bullshit. I mean, it's all liberals <laughs> it's, that are paying him at this point. Yeah. I mean, he's on MSNBC like every day. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's total crap. And these people need to get with the program and get behind President Trump. You could dislike him all you want, but don't be friendly firing our side when we have now started the presidential election. That's all I'm saying. And that's been my argument the whole time with the Never Trumpers, is you can hate him all you want, not even saying you need to vote for him. You should, because it's in your best interest. However, you could hate him all you want, but there's plenty of things on the other side to be hating on nonstop, as opposed to shooting ourselves in the legs going into this election. Be nodding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, dude, I agree with you. You're you, right. You on. like my diatribe. Right yeah. No, no. Yeah, but, it's good. Okay, so the Dems, Elizabeth Warren, Liawatha, Pocahontas, Focahontas, many nicknames. Too bad Matt's not here. He's good with the nicknames. <laughs> but she announced that she's forming an exploratory committee to run for president, which is hilarious. Just totally hilarious. She shot herself in the foot so bad with so that, bad with that DNA test. Oh my goodness! I've never seen such an unforced political blunder. Oh my goodness! And the, and the way <laughs> before the way, it even started, the way she came out. I mean, even more, more recently, you know, the whole the whole thing coming out. What she was walking her dog came out and like didn't answer some questions, answered some. I mean, and and then the whole spoof thing with the train and she's like, oh yeah, the, yeah, the, the quiet, quiet car. car. And then the the Instagram <laughs> video of her in her kitchen, which her kitchen is like, you know. The, the kitchen of the elite, which is hilarious. <laughs> she's trying to look like a normal person, but really she just makes herself look bad. And then she goes and grabs a beer. She's like, oh, let me grab a beer while we talk about politics. Uh, beer, so- beer used to be not cool when Kavanaugh, when the whole Kavanaugh oh, yeah, confirmation, yeah. right? You know, you so couldn't like beer. The tables have just completely flipped on them, yeah. right? And that's like with CNN with New Year's, too. They're doing shots on the hour, and I'm like, didn't you guys just like spend a month criticizing a man because he liked to drink beer? That's mm-hmm. a little bit questionable, but Quite hypocritical. Yeah. So Quite Elizabeth Warren, I didn't think anyone could be more cringeworthy than Hillary Clinton, but she has accomplished it. Yeah. yeah. She's accomplished it. And I'm pretty excited because this is just going to be like total, total war on the left between 20 plus candidates at this point, at least it sounds mm-hmm. like. So, and they have no super delegates. Yeah. They, they really shot themselves in the foot. No, I mean, look, the far left of the party's dragging it farther and farther left. And, and Warren is just another spoke in that wheel, right, of those far, far lefties dragging it farther mm-hmm. left. So, you know, what happens to someone like Delaney, you know, the congressman from Maryland who, you know, announced in July of 2017. Good God. <laughs> Jeez, man. 
um, you know, who's some type of moderate, who's conservative. You know, each, they just don't have a chance against Trump. And then they alienate, you know, the far left wing of the Democratic Party, which we've come to learn, you know, you have to have to win some yep. type of major election. They're, they're shooting themselves in the foot. They have Delaney. They have, you know, some, you know, wackadoo governor from, you know, uh, Washington State. Oh, yeah. You you told me about that. I'm like, who the f- is that guy? <laughs> yeah, Jay Inslee. Like, <laughs> dude, um, you know, his only his only concern yep. is climate change. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's his only concern. So I just don't understand, you know, how, how that even appeals to people. Someone that doesn't come in and, and make jobs and, and make opportunity for you, but, but focused on the number one issue, climate change. And Ridiculous. Yeah. And the, the far left wing of the party is going to be getting into major quarrels with Pelosi. And it's already starting because... Pelosi originally said she didn't want to go down the whole impeachment route, but today Brad Sherman from California is going to file the articles of impeachment today against President Trump, and I don't know how they're going to avoid having this fight. Yeah, no, look, I, you know, I've always thought, and you know, we we traditionally learn that impeachment is this idea that you know it's the president does something so egregious, right, right, that the majority of the American people believe that he's done something, you know, quite wrong, you know, uh, goes against national security efforts, um, some type of horrible treason. But but when you do ask, you know, your far left liberal friends, you know, what is it that he's done? They point to what a tweet right right, right, that, right. That, that, like mildly offended them so yeah no absolutely ridiculous and and the majority they're of the like country, oh well he hasn't really done anything he just <laughs> needs to be removed the, like the, that's that's what elections are for yeah no <laughs> the, the majority of the country has said repeatedly you know and i think you know 20 the 2018 midterms were even a good you know slight measure of, of some success right they've said that you know impeachment is kind of this uh fallacy that uh is being pushed by you know the far left mm-hmm. oh yeah and I think this is actually really great for us that they're going to do this because remember what happened with the Clinton impeachment? A lot of blowback, a lot mm-hmm. of blowback to us on that one. So mm-hmm. hopefully they continue going down that road. And I mean, the the Dem House the next two years is just going to be nonsense investigation after nonsense investigation. Oh, you got Maxine Waters on the, the Financial Services Committee as chairwoman. Which is super scary. She's like nuts. Have you ever noticed that the... The Dems always talk about being the party of the young people, yet their entire leadership is, like, geriatric. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so Nancy Pelosi, she can't even put a coherent sentence together at this point. Oh, they're hypocrites. Look, they yeah. they, they, they do things that are so hypocritical. I mean, look, they're fighting for, you know, as an intern myself, right? They're fighting for, you know, intern wages, but yet Republicans, you know, uh, by percentage have, you know, paid their interns, you know, more often than Democrats oh, yeah, the do funny on their part side, was right? Kamala I mean, Harris was like one of the people leading that charge and she wasn't even paying, paying her interns. interns. Yes, it, it's hypocrisy on the left. But yet she had the money to pay out a sexual assault settlement inside of her office. Yeah. Not many people know about that one. That's a good one. So, <laughs> moving on. Um, Mike, anything to add there? No. Uh, Mike is like <laughs> super points. quiet over there today. Yeah. Uh, okay, so smorgasbord. Let's run down this list real quick. So Matt wrote about this on Town Hall, and I couldn't believe this. This was great. It was a great find, great story by Matt. Yeah, so you know how UPS hires additional package delivery guys for the holiday season. So some of these seasonal workers, they worked more than 40 hours a week. And after all of the taxes were taken out, and then the biggest chunk goes to the unions for union dues slash wage confiscation, whatever the hell it is, they took home... $15 $15 net paychecks. That was it. Yeah. That was it. That's insane. For joining a union. 
Well, no, no, no. They they don't even want to join the union. They're, they're forced required, yeah. because it's not a right. right to work state. Like Virginia, for example, is right to work, so you can opt out. Yeah. So you know the UPS workers here obviously made some money, but if you're in a state where it's communism and you're forced and compelled to join a union, then you don't get any choice. Yeah, and I think a federal was it a federal attorney? You know, in Matt when when Matt put out the story, he said a federal attorney actually believes it might be you know against. The statute against oh, law. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some lawsuits from this. I'd sue the shit out of them if I were them, but I, I just couldn't believe that right before the holidays. Yeah, that's like the Grinches Grinch. of unions. Yeah, yeah, yeah the union Grinches. Union Grinches. And you know those union scumbags. They're the ones that are lining their pockets with all the money of the dues of the people that they're supposed to represent. So CNN, the New Year coverage on CNN was pretty amazing around the around the entire evening so you have anderson cooper taking tequila shots and sounding like a, <laughs> a like a, a being tortured chicken yeah. Yeah, like makes you want kathy griffin back i know <laughs> yeah. i know i saw that tweet yes. i was like wow that really makes you think it would be kind of more entertaining with kathy griffin although andy cohen was better than anderson cooper i i would get rid of anderson but and so you have that and then they are airing these New Year's resolutions from, was it from random people or CNN contributors? I don't know if this lady is a CNN contributor or what. It was like celebrities, Cher did one. Okay, it's- yeah. So this lady, who I don't even know who she is, Jane Curtin is her name. This lady, she goes on TV and CNN decides that this is a good thing to air. She says that her New Year's resolution is to oversee the death of the Republican Party. Or to make sure that the Republican Party dies, to use the quotes, yeah. just because there was some debate over what this actually means. My exactly. thing is, if you're saying you want to oversee the death of the Republican Party, how do you do that? Well, you must have take out some people. You get rid of the people. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And Micah doesn't agree with me here. But my interpretation of this is that she's for the mass slaughter of millions of Republicans across the country. You know, I think so. she's clear. I think she's clearly, you know, inciting some type of violence, right? I mean, well, why, yeah, why, I mean, why would you want your opponent? Your your opponent? I mean, I guess that's pretty. I guess they're pretty upset. Trump's winning, right? He's winning. Oh, um, they're they're so triggered. They're, they're upset. But I mean, I think this goes back to a greater theme, right? I mean, even people creating a career uh-huh. out of hating Trump, right? Yeah. They sell books, just like Kathy Griffin, right? She sells, yeah. you know, uh, ornaments to say, you know. You Trump, right? I mean, yep, they've created yep. an industry of hating Trump. And when yep. Trump leaves, they'll become irrelevant again. Like yep. they've always been. Yep. And and then you got Mr. Potato Head, Brian Stelter. <laughs> he gets all upset because you did you see the skit on Fox where they had Kennedy pretend she was Nancy Pelosi? It was hilarious. Which might I add is a compliment to Nancy Pelosi because she uh Kennedy made her look, you know. 50 years younger than the corpse that Nancy Pelosi is. But Brian Stelter gets all upset because like, oh, is this what Fox's programming is going to be in the new year? Dude, you're pearl clutching when you have someone on your (laughs) network calling for the the elimination, the final solution against Republicans. So, okay, there's my triggering for the day. And trigger. Yeah, exactly. So last topic of the day, and I love this because I'm a huge Kanye fan. Big, big Kanye fan. Was before he even came out for being in support of Trump. Don't tread on him. Yeah, exactly. So on New Year's Day, he went on a huge tweet storm. And the first thing that he tweeted was Trump all day, which triggered a ton of people. Then he said, and then because he got backlash for that. 
and he said, from now on, I'm performing with my hat on, referring to his MAGA hat, which famously is signed by Trump. And then the last one, which triggered the most people, he said, one of my favorite of many things about what the Trump hat represents to me is that people can't tell me what to do just because I'm black. Yeah. And that, that tweet right there is the key to why there is so much hate against Kanye for coming out in favor of President Trump because he's a role model to a lot of people, and which, debatable about how great of a role model he is. But, if you're talking morality. Yeah. But, he is a sign that no longer will, you know... Democrats just own the black vote as they have in the past. And there was actually some signs of that in the midterms, which got glossed over because we took such a slacking in the white elite suburbs, you know, with all the women and their hats and stuff, <laughs> which another women's march coming up. That should be real entertaining. Yeah. Now, apparently, if you're white, you white, can't partake. You can't go. Yeah. 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 And yeah. we'll so, get into that more next oh week because it's, it's the following weekend that right. they're having the march. Oh, but grief. it's. The, you know, what what's referred to as the plantation, the Dem vote plantation. Yeah, I mean, Kanye is sharing a message of liberty and freedom, right? And I think yeah. that resonates with a lot of people. It just, you know, sometimes the way in which he, you know, says it is different than what many are traditionally used to hearing, right? So, Well, especially in politics. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So he's saying it uncannily and just, you know, this is how I feel and liberty and freedom. And I, I, th I think that's the core of his message is like, you know, don't tell me what to do. Right? Yeah, you're free to vote who you want to vote for. Right. You don't you don't you're not, you're not beholden to anyone as an African-American in this country. And if you look at what Trump's done for the African-American community, it's more than Obama ever did. And he was the first black president. And that's just statistically, factually yeah, correct. I mean, e even look at the unemployment rates. Look at who's being lifted out of poverty. Look at who's going off of food stamps. Look at the inner cities where people are actually working now as opposed to just you know, being held up by the government. The government's there in case of a fallback for you to get your footing again to help you start rising the ladder. Yeah. That's what it's supposed yeah, no, to be. No, you, you don't want it to be dependent on someone, right? And right. I, think, I think Kanye, you know, has, has shared his message, you know, through music. I think the way in which, you know, and I think many, you know, conservative commentators that are African-American have said this very well, right? But the way in which you reach the black community is through hip hop, right? And he has a really unique chance of sharing his message yep. of freedom and liberty come 2020. Oh, if he goes on tour in late 2019 and 2020 and is wearing his MAGA hat, that is going to be like the liberal media is going to implode. Well, he has a lot of liberal fans, right? And it makes yeah. his liberal fans think like, you know. Yeah. Huh. Well, the funny part is the the left, when all this came up, they're like, well, maybe I'll just have to put aside the politics and still enjoy his music and his art. And I'm like, yeah, welcome to our lives all of the time. Because if everybody on the right boycotted and, you know, didn't use products or didn't support movies or anything because of liberal, you know, actors and, and music producers. Within their own echo and, chambers yeah, and Hollywood. And products of companies that are liberal. We wouldn't have, we'd be sitting in a corner dark <laughs> with with no iPhones. It's, it's just ridiculous to me that the left preaches tolerance, yet they are so intolerant. And on that note, we're going to end it for today. Thanks, Zach, for coming on again. Thanks for having me back. Appreciate it. 
finally, Mr. Producer's back. Mike is back. Give us five stars. Give us great reviews. Like and subscribe to our social media pages. We'll see you next week on Tuesday for another episode of Trigger.